Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Hey there. Thanks for taking a moment with me today. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about getting your financial information in some sort of order. Boring, I know, but please don't turn off. Hear me out. You just never know if you may find a little nugget of gold in here somewhere that may assist you. It's no secret that I'm all about having good financial foundations by which you can call upon at any point in time to access great information about your business. But it's not always easy identifying what type of foundations you need in your business, let alone what you want. You don't know what you don't know at this point in time. But I always say, come back to keeping things simple. And what is deemed simple to me may not necessarily be simple to you and so on. So when you're thinking about financial foundations in your business, you need to do so with focus on one thing and one thing only. What do you need from it? Not anybody else, but what do you need? need from it. It's only natural that we will always gravitate to things that we need and the things we understand the most. It's just in our nature to do that. That's our comfort zone. So in order to get the most out of your financial information in your business, you need to set the foundation so that it gives you exactly what you want and what you need to see. I can talk to you until the cows come home in relation to the various reports that would benefit your business. But Unless you're interested in the output that those reports contain or unless they provide some obvious or immediate benefit to you, you're not going to go near them with a 10-foot pole. And that's the last thing that I want and certainly the last thing you need. You see, blatantly ignoring them isn't going to help you nor having them and them not making sense to you going to help you. So either of those situations aren't going to help you. So ignoring them is not going to help you. But having something that doesn't make sense to you or that you're just not interested in is not going to help you either. So first and foremost, I would highly recommend you taking the time to work out what you want. What information means the most to you when you're making decisions in your business? For example, do you need to know what profit you're making on certain products. You may be looking at your catalog of products and saying, which ones are the most profitable to me? You know, as a business owner, I might want to look at what type of marketing strategy I'm going to delve into for the month of February. Where am I going to focus my attention? What products should I focus my attention on that give me the greatest bang for my buck? And that if I sell them, I'm going to make greater profit. So in this situation, you may want to consider your profit and loss or consider the profit and loss statement and ensuring that you cater your profit and loss statement so that it represents each product individually. That could mean setting up an account for every product you have or every category of product you have, depending on how you want to see your information. By doing so, your profit and loss could have your individual products, sales figures, 
your individual products cost figures and your individual products gross profit figures. So the gross profit is the difference between your sale pro or your sales and your costs and it indicates whether or not you have made profit on each individual product or not. And if you have made a profit, it means your sales exceed your costs. And if you haven't, it means your costs exceed your sales. So you could have your profit and loss statement set up in a way that is very clearly indicating how each of your products or category or services or categories of products and services actually fare as a result of profit margin. The beauty in doing it this way is that you could then see which products you want to continue, which products you don't want to continue, which products you're going to push in your marketing strategies, which ones you're not going to necessarily worry too much about because they're not going to give you the return that you want. Or you could just look at your desired profit that you want and say, well, which one, which category of products or which mix of products or services is going to give me exactly what I need and they're the ones I'm going to focus on. doesn't mean you're not focusing on all your products. You're just going to push them differently in your marketing strategy. But not having that set up to be able to tell you that information and have that foundation in place to be able to make those decisions on a regular basis, you're doing yourself a disservice. So find a way to be able to build that in to your strategy. And like I said, that strategy will benefit things like your marketing strategy or your pricing strategies, not just from a financial perspective, but it's a really great foundation to have. And you can set it up that way. It's your information. You can set it up any way you like, but it will satisfy your need every single time if that is your need. Or for example, you may want to know how much of your sales you're spending on wages as a percentage, just to know whether or not the ratio might be right for what your expectations are around your numbers. A strategy here is you may want to ensure that you have a profit and loss statement and that that statement has a ratio that sits between your sales and wages and just sits on there so you can see it every single time. So that if your wages change or that cost changes at all or your sales change, you'll know exactly the percentage of wages you need to cover from your sales. It's a simple change by adding the percentage in, but a real effective change if that's the information that you need to be able to make business decisions. Another example could be that you may even want to know whether you're able to cover all your short-term debts in your business in the event that you need to pay them. They may fall due. You can use your balance sheet in this instance to show your short-term debt value against your short-term assets like cash to see whether or not if you were called upon to pay your short-term debts, are you going to be able to do it? And a lot of financial institutions or third parties that are providing financial instruments to a business or financial opportunities to a business are probably going to want to see this particular point of measurement. So if if that's something of interest to you, you could build that into your financial foundations. Whatever the strategy, each of these types of strategies you can implement right away. Your building your financial foundations doesn't have to be hard work. It doesn't have to be this extreme I'm going to sit down and put together a board pack or I'm going to put together a management pack of financial information. It can be some simple tweaks that allow you to get the information you need in a timely manner effectively every single time. 
and each of these strategies you can implement straight away if you have access to these reports. And in the event that you don't, that may be the first part of the strategy you need to satisfy in order to get exactly what you want. So at this point, you may need to consider between an online automated system or one that you create yourself like on a spreadsheet. But always remember that when you're investigating what is right for you, even with a system like this, you need to work out which one you're likely to use. <laughs> I go back to that whole premise that if you're not likely to use it, don't try and implement it. Find something you actually will use. If you don't like it or you find spreadsheets hard to use, don't set your strategy up in a spreadsheet. Look for an alternative, like an online alternative that's easier for you to use. There are so many out there that are user-friendly, easy to set up. They can integrate with other systems in your business like point of sale systems or even apps to track your expenses and receipts. If that's the way you work, whichever you choose, make sure it suits your personal style. But most importantly, choose one that you know you're going to use. Because if you're not going to use it and it's a pain right from the outset, you're just wasting your time in setting it up that way. Once you know what sort of structure, whether it be automated or spreadsheet or however the combination is, I would employ you to investigate the types of reports that you can get or the, the valuable information that you may need or want from that information, from that financial information that's available. Again, there are a lot of off-the-shelf online products that have reports that are easy to align with your needs. They're easy to find and access and easy to work into your strategy. But don't think just because everybody else is looking at certain reports, they're going to necessarily work for you. Ease into it. If this is something you haven't set up ever, ease into knowing what you want. And don't go full bore straight out because you're not going to use it. And again, if you're just doing what others are doing because you think it's the right thing, you'll find yourself constantly frustrated and therefore further away from your numbers than you were when you started. So block out the noise and go with what makes sense to you. Do that strategy I talked about. You know, think about, sit down. What do I make my decisions on? What information do I make my decisions on? Now, where do I find it? And if I don't have it, how can I get it? And what's available for me to do so? And there's plenty of people out there that can help you get that started and set up. Once you have all of this in place, please, please don't waste it. Don't waste the effort and time that you've put into getting the information just the way you want it. Use this information, challenge your thinking and your regular relationship with your financial numbers and learn how to make this information work for you. Don't ignore it. It's there telling you things about your business all the time, all the time. There are secret little nuggets in there everywhere for you to find them. It can provide you with answers to which direction you should go in with your business, whether you can afford to do something or not, whether you've made the right choices in other areas of your business, absolutely everything. For example, if you implement a new marketing strategy or have a new person handling your marketing strategies, your numbers, if you've set up your financial foundations correctly, can confirm or deny whether this is working for you. It will provide you with all the answers to the questions of whether you made the right move, whether the cost in your business is worth it. And remember, whenever you're investing, whether it be in a person, a strategy, a piece of equipment, whatever it is, 
whenever you're investing in it, make sure you set up points of measurement to know whether or not it's working for you. So set yourself some time to ensure that regular reviews of this information form part of your just everyday business operations, just like any other review would. It's like ensuring you have the right stock in or even enough stock or whether you have the right number of staff on for a shift or not. This type of financial review is just as important to the progress of your business as all of that, if not more important, because it's actually going to support all of those strategies. So get your foundations right. Over and above thinking about the foundations you should set in place to record your financial information, it's also important to be consistent with the inputting of the information, whether it be done by yourself or a bookkeeper or an accountant. The regularity of getting the information into the system will not only avoid backlog, but will also ensure that you have that timely information available to you in the event that you need to make important decisions quickly. It lessens the opportunity to make mistakes about these big decisions as the detail will be fresh in your memory. It'll also give you information as and when you need it in the event that you need to provide it, say, to an external party like a financial institution quickly and effectively without delays. If all of a sudden you need to pivot or change, you've got clean data. You've got accurate, up-to-date data. Get it in place, have some good foundations, and make sure you don't ignore it. Be consistent with it. Spending the time to build what you need will avoid you having to do it in haste as and when you need it. And we saw that last year. We saw all of a sudden for us to be able to get access to things like JobKeeper or other types of government schemes that were available to us, we all of a sudden had to get our financial information into some sort of order. Spend the time so you can avoid doing it in haste because that's when errors get made or you may not have provided all the information and then there's a review later on. You don't need that. But it might even surprise you By having that information in place, you may not be in as worse a position as you thought. You may actually not have needed JobKeeper or you may not have needed that extra access to that loan, the small business loan that, that the government was giving. It'll also eliminate errors. It'll improve access to some powerful information in a timely manner. It's going to increase your opportunity to make some deliberate and effective business decisions. These foundations will keep you connected to your business and they will impact every decision you're having. It's a really great way to run a business, wouldn't you say? And I know it's the boring shit. I know it's not the sexy stuff and I know it's not the things that stand out when we're thinking about our businesses because we're we're thinking about the passion of it. We're thinking about the products and the services and how exciting all of that is. Getting in and doing it properly the first time is really going to lay the foundations for what you need and will help with all the sexy stuff. Can't say that enough. But that's it from me today. Be sure to have a great day and whatever you're doing, make it count. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.